at Real Girlfriends Across America, we believe in lifelong friendships. This month has proven just that as we discuss interesting topics here at Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. We had topics such as starting over yet again, relocation, addiction, what's cooking in your fall kitchen, and what's trending in fall clothing. Clutch onto your drinks as we discuss, fall back, and recap. Here at Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. to make um, lifelong friendships with women across the globe. I am Alexis, and tonight I will be your host for this particular podcast. And on the line, I have some of my favorite ladies. Would you please start by identifying yourself one at a time and tell me what kind of mood you're in? We're going to start with 267. Hi, this is Dee, and I am feeling optimistic. And what about 207? My name is Kelly, and I am attentive. And last but not least, 209. Hi, this is Kay. I'm feeling a little bit down, but I'll get over it. Oh, I'm so sorry, Kay. Is there anything we can do to cheer you up a little bit? Um, I mean, other than sending me crates of ice cream, probably not. Oh, rats. If I were in the area, I definitely will bring you your cartons of ice cream. Well, hopefully tonight it will be a nice reminisce or a break for you. Tonight I decided to do a recap show because this month has actually been an amazing month full of interesting topics here at Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. And I wanted to ask you ladies, as the month has passed, did you enjoy the topics we have come to discuss here on this podcast, Corinne? Yeah, um, I enjoyed it. Um, I know we talked about fashion. Um, we talked about um, what was cooking. We talked about food. <laughs> um, we talked about music this month. Yeah, I overall enjoyed it. What about you, Kay? I always enjoy getting on the line with you ladies. You guys, like, brighten my day. I'm on here to, like, you know, hear about your guys' life and try to not think about mine. So I'm looking forward to the talk. And you, Kelly? 
I absolutely enjoy it. Uh, you guys are like my best friends, and I have no friends. I am most of the time by myself. The oldest son, he's working and putting his life, you know, back into perspective with his wife and children. And I enjoy all the shows, um, addictions, trends, uh, cooking ideas and incentives, and just being able to have uh, four or five days where you can connect with mystery girlfriends. <laughs> I think it's great, and I recommend it. <laughs> well, see, the reason why I came out with this topic was last week I did a podcast about prepping for the future or what lies ahead. Because the coronavirus, unfortunately, is still here to stay, yes? And when it first hit back in March, everybody lost their freaking heads by making a rush to the grocery store. And because no one knew how long this pandemic was going to last, they start stocking up, not thinking about their neighbor, not thinking about other fellow shoppers who might need an item. So I decided to do recap only because guess what Amazon announced yesterday? If anybody is a prime user, do you know? Mm-mm. No, I do not. Okay. So Amazon is one of the largest online retailers where you pretty much can buy anything off of Amazon from clothing to food to electronics. And every year, Amazon, since 2016, I believe, they decided to reward their members, especially those who have Amazon Prime with a day or two of sales that are extremely low prices. You have to be a Prime member to participate. And if you are not a Prime member, you actually can try Amazon Prime free for 30 days. And if you are a student, you get a further discount. So Amazon Prime Day is kind of like Black Friday, except for major retailers, it's only one real a realtor, a re, uh, one participant, Amazon, right? And last year, they did astronomically well. Like, they blew it out of the water where people were shopping left and right. And this year, thanks to the pandemic, the prime days are usually in July. Now they decided to push it to October, October 13th to be exact. And they said that the uh, that the pandemic has allowed everybody things to calm down to the point where they can start shipping again and it's um, safer for them. And they actually blocked out vacation days where their workers are not allowed to take vacation a couple of days before Amazon Prime and a couple of days after Amazon Prime just to ensure people who are going to shop on Amazon during the on Amazon Prime Day can get their order. Some of the benefits of having Amazon Prime actually are you get two day free shipping. So anything that you buy that is qualified as a prime 
purchase, you can have free shipping for, and it takes two days. But to be really honest, uh, depending what you're ordering, it comes a lot earlier than two days. And my favorite thing about Prime is Prime Video because you can watch a lot of TV shows ad-free and you have unlimited storage for music and photos. But enough about Amazon. The reason why I wanted to talk about that was because to do a small recap, um, prepping for what lies ahead, do you ladies remember what I had said in prepping ahead? Do you plan on taking advantage of Amazon Prime so you could start building that little stockpile for what's to come? Kelly? Well, uh I seem to have interest in living more by faith and um, I really do not want to accumulate or stock up on little items. Um, I remember that in March when it, when the Corona first hit us, people were fighting for bathroom tissue and I mean, I like bathroom tissue as a decorative because what I do is that I use wipes or a hand towel uh, to keep clean. And I like to wash when I, you know, when I go and I have spells, right? So after every spell, I like to really clean and wash. So um, little things like that. Now, when it comes to, like, rubbing alcohol, absolutely. Rubbing alcohol is like the number one on my shelf. So I would probably stock on that just a little bit, maybe one, two bottles, but it would not exceed that. So I'm really Uh, um, simple on that. Yes, go ahead. And and what about you, Corinne? Do you plan on taking advantage of Prime Day to do a little bit of shopping to stock, or are you doing shopping for other things? Um, I, I do have Amazon Prime. I had it for like a little over a year. Um, I might take advantage of it because I do eBay um, from time to time, and I know I have a few things on eBay now that I'm selling that are from Amazon, um, and I kind of do a little thing where I, I don't buy the item until after the fact. But, um, so I might take advantage of it. And what about you, Kay? Um, I'm ashamed to say that I am a compulsive Amazon shopper, um, so I will probably be shopping on that day in all likelihood. <laughs> well, see, here's the funny thing, too. I, too, have Amazon Prime, and I hate to put it this way, but Amazon has got me hooked on online shopping to the point where I firmly believe if I cannot get it off of Amazon, I don't need it. Because I do not enjoy going into the store and browsing around items and stuff like that. I am a a particularly lazy person where if I can't get it done in front of my computer screen, chances are I probably don't need it that bad. So, yes, I too would most likely be shopping on Amazon Prime Day. So another show that we did that I thought was a particularly good one was from homeless to happy and healthy. 
And that was actually done by one of our hosts who is not here today, Annie. That show was about pulling yourself from rock bottom if you have been homeless and the situation on how to start over again. So, Kelly, have you ever been homeless before in your life? Um, Yes, thank you. Well, um, every time I want a child, (laughs) so it's been a couple of times, like Uh, a few times, but it does not last very long, Um, sporadic, like two weeks at a time, and then I just call down the sky to get me a little shoebox somewhere, so it does not last for very long, thank God, knock on wood. Yep. Um, what about you, Corinne? Um, not the word, no, I have not been. Um, I've, I've been fortunate enough to have somewhere else to go. And you, Kay? Um, I have been transient. I was never on the street per se, but I've always been um, blessed enough to have a roof over my head if if it wasn't in someone else's house or, you know. I've always had some place to go, um, but I have had that uncertainty, and it is not a good feeling. So, yeah. Well, I myself have never actually had to sleep in my car or sleep outside, but I've had moments in my life where housing was a little iffy, if at best. So, as Annie has stated, she herself had been in that situation, but she managed to pull herself out of it. And there are plenty of programs out there that are set in place to help people. But unfortunately, with this pandemic, I have heard of people getting kicked out because they're unable to pay their rent or in other circumstances where they have lost their jobs and such like that. I remember on that particular show, I had came up with an idea. I said, in a perfect world, wouldn't it be nice to put all the empty buildings that aren't being used, such as school buildings and or other buildings, to good use and allow the homeless um, a little dignity and a little place that is safer to sleep in on the street corners because, as I have stated several times before, this month or this year has been the year to turn everything upside down, including Mother Nature, where it's getting colder and even snowing in some areas of the country. So, ladies, if this were a perfect world, uh, we could put those good those buildings to good use and allow the homeless to stay. Do you think it will be a good idea and a lot safer than the streets, Corin? Um, yeah, I do remember the conversation, and um, it, there's um, advantages and disadvantages. I think on that show, Swana had mentioned something about. Um, one apple can spoil it for everyone else. So you put yourself in a situation where you may have people who are um, maybe homeless and they are um, criminal-minded. So you may find that there, if there's not a certain type of structure, place, um, that there may be criminal activity and people may be in more danger than, than what it's worth. Um, so I think if it's organized in such a way where that is 
uh, eliminate or at least cut down, then it could be unsuccessful, but it would have to have um, order with it. What about you, Kay? Do you think if this were a – do you think in a perfect world, right, in a perfect world where we could put those empty buildings to good use, do you think it would be a good idea that we should allow the homeless to stay in those empty buildings because it will be a little bit safer, definitely a lot warmer than sleeping in the streets? Um. That's a really good question. I I really don't I don't have any experience with um with providing shelter to the homeless. I don't there are people that have that that experience. I've heard stories where there were programs that offered, you know, to to bring homeless people into the buildings and I think there's there are people who would benefit from that, especially like women with children. Um, and there are people who are, you know, able to utilize that kind of shelter to get back on their feet. Um, but then there are other people also who need more than just shelter. There are people with, you know, mental um, disabilities or psychological disorders. And just putting them in a shelter wouldn't cure the problem. You know, there there's a lot more services that are needed for people who are on the streets um, there's a reason why there's why why there's why they're on the street. Like it might be economical, it might be something bad that just you know pulled the rug out under their feet. But oftentimes there are psychological disorders that are going on that haven't been addressed, and they need care, they need counseling, they need medication. So I don't think that just sheltering people is enough. It's something that needs to be done because you know that's survival. People need shelter to survive, especially in the winter. Um, but but there's more that needs to be done. So. And what about you, Kelly? If it were a perfect world and those buildings could be put to use for the homeless, would you think it was a good idea? Well, I believe that, and thank you, Alexis, I believe that the key message is a perfect world. And in a perfect world, then the homeless, I I would say yes. I would go with yes, we might as well give the empty buildings to people whom are homeless. But then that must be some kind of trick question because if it is the perfect world, then do the homeless have a position? Is that a placement for them? <laughs> you know, that the fact that they're homeless. But in either event, in a perfect world, because that's the key, then yes, of course, why not? Why, why leave those... Uh, perfectly good good buildings empty why not just put them to use it's a perfect world right because like when i was thinking about it i wasn't thinking on the grander scheme of things i was just thinking that um poor people a lot of good people have lost their homes and their jobs and now they're living on the streets and it's getting colder, and my concern as a healthcare worker is only this. I have seen, like, small areas taken over by the homeless because they have nowhere else to go. So they tend to live in really close quarters, right? So now with homeless and living on the streets, that number only has grown. So as the weather gets colder and the pandemic is going to make a comeback, 
right? I worry that those people are going to catch the coronavirus, one or two people, right? And they'll bring it back to their camp. And because the coronavirus is passed through droplets, somebody is going to cough on someone, vice versa, vice versa. And it takes up to 14 days for somebody to start showing symptoms. So just because somebody is walking around out there, um, if they have been exposed to the virus and they are not showing symptoms, doesn't mean they don't have it. So in those 14 days, they could have infected even more people. And as much as I hate to put it this way, a lot of sick people will go to the hospitals, right? A lot of sick people, if they still have these health insurance, and if not, if they have a way to get to a free clinic, et cetera, are going to go seek treatment. While I understand that we have a system in place for this, I'm thinking about the healthcare workers because the healthcare workers are the ones that are risking their necks, taking care of the people who have been infected, taking care of anybody else walking through the doors that need medical attention. I happen to be one of these people, although I don't work on that scale. I work individually in private homes. But still, you're taking care of somebody else. So if you're taking care of someone who's infected, you yourself could be exposed, and you yourself are going home to your own family if you have one or if you live alone. Regardless, you can affect other people. So for me... How I think about it is, if it were a perfect world, I would love to see those buildings being reused to help these people out, to, like, get these people off the streets, to figure out what we can do to, like, you know, figure out a way how not to expose so many people to this virus. Because if it happens again, I fear we're going to be just like Italy, where they lost thousands upon the thousands of people when it first hit them. And that's the last thing that I want to see. While we in the U.S. lost thousands of people, everywhere else in the world did too. And I would hate to see that happen again. But like Kelly said, it is kind of like a trick question because the key words are in a perfect world because as Tawanda had pointed out she used to work as a social worker and she said these people you don't know um, who they are as a person and all it takes is one rotten apple to, uh, to spoil the whole bunch and with that we will take a break and we'll be right back <laughs> Real Girlfriends Across America is on Patreon. Please follow us at patreon.com forward slash Real Girlfriends Across America. We strive to bring good content and we appreciate every show of support. Your donation could make a world of difference. Thank you for listening and all that you do. Clutch on to your drinks while we listen to today's trending news story. Hi, this is Annie with your trending news for September 29th. A U.S. man is facing prison in Thailand for blasting a resort with bad reviews. 
How would you review a hotel that tried to send you to prison? An American man who criticized a Thai resort in a series of bitter online reviews could soon wind up behind bars after the resort sued him under Thailand's harsh defamation laws. Wesley Barnes, an American expat living in Thailand, is accused of damaging the reputation of Seaview Kol Chang Resort with his reviews, which compared the hotel to modern slavery and the coronavirus. The Seaview Resort owner filed a complaint that the defendant had posted unfair reviews on his hotel on the TripAdvisor website. Immigration police briefly arrested Barnes earlier this month and later released him out on bail. And we are back. So, ladies, on Monday, I did a podcast on ball fashion trends. And some of the fashion trends were a little interesting to me because, like I said, there's no way that I would ever leave my house in a top that was cropped really short and was called a bra-like top. But for some, you might And so, guess what arrived in the mail for me today that I wish had arrived before my show on Monday? My magazines to all the online stores that I subscribe to. And you want to know what's really ironic? It's the first time in a while that I've seen that they're starting to pull out all the winter-like clothing a little bit early. As I was flipping through these magazines, I noticed that the theme seems to be flannel, feet, and the desktop jacket, something in the sixth and definitely they have more um, sound. So to revisit this topic, I have said that she owns and have worn thigh high feet. So, Corinne, are you going to be purchasing a new pair this year, or you're just going to do with what you have? I'm sorry, a new pair of, of what? Thigh high boots. Um, today, I, you know, I just ordered some, some clothes. Um, no, I'm not, I'm not going to, I just spent money on clothes that I, I probably shouldn't have, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm done for the season. Oh, so if you just ordered clothes, what did you order, if you don't mind sharing? Um, a lot of, like, um, one piece, like, rompers, and, um, a pair of boots that have like fur in the inside and a coat or more like a spring jacket. Um, um, I don't want to say as much as that, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of stuff I probably didn't need. Let's <laughs> just say you spent the bundle on yourself and you're probably having what most would call shoppers remorse. No, not not remorse. <laughs> Probably spending money remorse. <laughs> so, Kelly, what about you? Since Monday, have you any new magazines or have you bought anything new for the season? Oh, but of course, um, undergarments, socks, <laughs> um, especially undergarments. But, um, as far as the overgears, outfits and whatnot, I actually put that together. So they are new because I had to buy fabrics. And um, so I 
do semester by semester. So I'm pretty set for this semester other than boots. I did not get any boots, and I am thinking that maybe, just maybe I am not going to be investing in any boots boot gear or anything like that. Just I have low I shoes, for- low riders. Mm-hmm. I forgot that you know how to sew, and that is so amazing because the only thing I know how to sew is how to stitch a button on and how to sew up a rip. That's about it because I refuse to take home economics. And when my mother tried to teach me how to sew, yep, that was definitely not an interest of mine. And believe it or not, when my sister and I were were children, my mother actually had some of our clothes made. And I liked those a lot better only because I had a say in what the fabric looked like. So what about you, Kay? Since Monday, did you receive any advertisements and or shopping or went shopping for uh, for any new clothing. Since Monday? Since Monday, because Monday was the day that I did fall fashion trends. Oh, no, I haven't gone shopping since Monday. I went shopping last week, but not, not since then. Oh, if you went shopping last week, what did you buy, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I bought... Um, some jeans because I lost I lost about I think maybe 10 pounds and so my jeans weren't fitting me anymore they were too loose so I had to buy a new set of jeans and I bought like a little um, pink over top that it's kind of a little see-through so I wore like a tank top under it um, I bought some underwear bought some sandals yeah it was fun well, I myself have not been clothes shopping, although I probably need to. So basically, flipping through this magazine, you really know what I saw that I really, really want. That just makes me smile. <laughs> smile. Like the most comfortable PJ sets I've ever seen. They're made out of fleece, like the really soft fleece. Right, and the bottoms are plaid, but I'll be replacing those. Yeah, I might give the bottoms away. I want the top, right? And I'm, like, looking at the sizes, and I was like, yeah, I know what size I am, but I'm wondering if these shrink in the wash. Hmm, should I go ahead and purchase them in the biggest size I can get my hands on, or should I just purchase them in my size? I'm thinking the biggest size. And if it's too big, who cares? Nobody's going to see them anyway. So, ladies, with the last, uh, with about 10 minutes left in our show, I want to visit another topic that I did, which was what is cooking in your fall kitchen. And that was the night that we were able to talk about food, how food brings everybody together. Kelly shared that she loves lamb, Corinne. Or someone mentioned they did not like apple cider. I happen to love all things apple. But then again, I'm particularly picky when I eat my fruit. I like my apples to be crisp. And if they are not crisp, I will not eat it. But um, believe it or not, the only thing I do not like is apple juice. I don't like apple juice. Mm Mm-mm. That is just not a drink. I don't know why. I think every child 
probably grew up on apple juice. I was the opposite. Nope. Mm-mm. So, ladies, um, considering that the weather is getting cooler, have you noticed any differences in your shopping habits? Are you reaching for those items that will make you those um, home-cooked meals that will bring you nostalgia and or comfort? Okay. Um, you said K? Yeah. Um, I'm, for my grocery shopping, I've been leaning more towards, like, soup. Um, I've been eating a lot of pepper soup um, just because it, it's really good. To, like, I love eating soup, drinking tea in the winter. It just warms your body really well, and I hate being cold. So I've been eating a lot of soup. You know, okay. Somehow I have this picture of you just wearing like a really cozy pair of PJs with thick socks and slippers with this huge ass big blanket wrapped around you, snuggling on the couch with this huge bowl of soup and some hot chocolate. Oh, my God. Everything you said sounds perfect except for the chocolate because I don't do chocolate. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot. I'm sorry. So let's replace that with um, tea since you mentioned you drink tea. What about you, Kelly? I know that you had just arrived to a new destination. So are you cooking or are you relying on eating out? Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I thought you said Kelly. Yeah, I said Kelly. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. sorry. Okay, well, um, I always have been accustomed to preparing meals for myself. I think I trust myself a whole lot better, and um, I have a little bit of a paranoia going on with uh, some states claiming that they are approving the recreational marijuana. And um, so with some states, claiming that the people are looking to approve recreational marijuana, I feel that there's going to be a high increase on the recommended drug allowance. So I'm real concerned about my metabolism and safety, um, eating in different batches. Um, like you're medical, so Alexis, you would understand batches, right? As far as your second part of the question, am I investing in foods that bring forth a little bit more of the nostalgia? Well, uh, no, I am a person that likes to constantly look for change and new and forward. And uh, mentally and emotionally, I go into withdrawals where I reflect to things of the past anyway. So I am not always just looking for a food that I am accustomed to, uh, but I try to invite change and new. And I hope that's kind of fairly answering the question that you served. Yes. And what about you, Corinne? Um, Yeah, I've been eating out just like the last week or so, usually if I'm in my own space, it's a little bit different because I don't necessarily, well, when I have company, I don't mind to cook. When it's just me, it depends on how I feel. But, um, yeah, lately, and my eating habits haven't been the best 
right now. I think um, McDonald's is like my best friend at this moment. But um, <laughs> yeah, I've just been eating out mostly. Well, I happen to sometimes my sister orders us food. Other times I cook. And let me just tell you, I love the smell of sauteed onions and garlic together because I think in every culture, they, regardless of what food, regardless whether you're vegan, paleo, keto, and or carnivore, some dishes always start with garlic and onion. And that smell just brings me back to my childhood because my mom always cooked with onion and garlic. Although I wish I had a garlic um, mincer or press or whatever you call one of those things because I'm getting sick and tired of my hands smelling like garlic. Yeah, I use a lot of garlic in my cooking. So the other night I made this incredible pot of soup that made me think of you ladies because the last show we did on this, everybody seems to think soup is the way to go. Soup is one of those things that everybody loves. And I basically started it off with onions and garlic. I sauteed it. Then I add like carrots, potatoes, celery, and I basically filled it up with, like, homemade chicken broth. And as it was simmering, I was like, okay, the potatoes are almost done. So now it's the time to add in the rice. And because I had cooked chicken, I added it in. And then I had a couple of florets of broccoli where me and my sister just prefer broccoli not to be all the way cooked through because, it's one of those things that turns to mush, and mush is not good. So it actually made me think of you ladies only because food always brings people together, just like music does, just like dancing. I think food is what really, truly warms the soul. It always reminds you of home. And whether you live alone, whether you have friends over, whether you have a family, whether you stay with family, food is what connects us to each other. And I was just mentioning to Corinne that maybe we should start exchanging some recipes because recipe exchanging is what makes the world go round. Maybe Kelly can teach me something about her culture. Maybe Corinne has a dish that I can try. Maybe even you, Kay, with your soup. I would love to try one of your other soups. Because when I make soup, I tend to only make chicken soup and or chicken noodle soup. That's about all the soup I make. I've heard of French onion soup. I've heard of bean soup. I've heard of broccoli and cheese soup. I've heard of clam chowder. I only made that once. That did not turn out that well. That scorched my pot, and that was the end of that. So before we go tonight, ladies, any final thoughts on tonight's show or any previous podcast this month? Corinne? Um, yeah, I, I actually I liked how, you know, we were able to cover so many things about fall, including, like, the food and, you know, clothing. So, yeah, I'm excited for October. What about you, Kelly? Oh, uh, well, I it was my first 
month aboard, and I really enjoyed every single show. I feel that it was insightful. We spoke about coronavirus and how, um, you know, things are a lot different now where people staying home and uh, the children are being homeschooled and um, we had some recipes. We did mention the onion soup, (laughs) the cooking of the onion soup, which uh, it's really popular during the cold months of the year. And I feel that all of most of the pod shows were very, very insightful. And um, I am looking forward for the November shows here and that the show continues to grow with participants and uh, reaches even more people, you know, worldwide. So I have a lot of faith that it it's going to happen. It's already happening. There's uh, five consistent girls so far, I believe it is. It's about five of us that are consistent. And yeah. I'm not real sure how many people are in the background that just listen and never come aboard, but it's uh, a good table. It's a good table, yeah. and it's consistent. And what about you, Kay? Any final thoughts on tonight's topic or any of the previous topics this month? Um, no, I like the topic on fall. Like, I have the urge to go get, like, fluffy socks now and, like, you know, a heating blanket and just curl up with a bowl of soup and some tea. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> I am so glad to meet you ladies and I look forward to even more podcasts together as we start to discuss even more topics and I hope you listeners really enjoy hearing us gab about any topics and please reach out to us if there are any topics that you would like to hear us discuss here on Clutch a Real uh, Podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Good night. Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Clutch, a podcast by Real Girlfriends Across America. Clutch onto us tight by following us on all of our social media platforms. This includes Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. Like, share, and follow us. Did you miss the episode? Don't worry. You can listen to us anywhere where podcasts are being played, including Apple Podcasts, Google, Anchor, Spotify, and Speaker. Don't forget to watch us on YouTube by searching for Real Girlfriends Across America and visit our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. And until next time, clutch on to your best friend and stay tuned. Very good. Very nice.